Robin Arruti is a former psychotherapist and an award-winning pet photographer in Houston, Texas. In her new podcast series, she'll be speaking with other creative people about how they're coping with being quarantined in their homes during the pandemic outbreak of the coronavirus, how they feel about the future of their businesses, and their ideas for how to transform, rebuild, and move forward in what is sure to be our new normal. Hello, Heather Roddy. Hello. (laughs) Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Heather. My friends call me Roddy. Um, I'm on my second cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> yes. What kind of coffee do you, um, I've got bulletproof happening all up in here. What are nice. Because you, you do a special podcast with um, like a coffee talk kind of thing, right? Yes. Yeah, I do coffee talk. So my, I mean, I love coffee. I love, I'm, I'm currently loving oat milk lattes, which makes me feel very, like, bougie. <laughs> what is it called? Oat? An oat milk latte. Okay. So I have a little frother, my little Nespresso, because, you know, all the coffee shops are closed. Right. So, yeah. What about oat milk, even? What was that? I didn't even know about oat milk. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, I used to drink almond milk, and then when I was living in Seattle, I discovered oat milk, and I can't go back. <laughs> okay, I'm totally going to try it, because I'm more, I lean towards the coconut milk side, and like this has MCT oil in it, that coconut G stuff, and then you like put it in a blender. Yep, yep, I've tried that before. The oat milk is um, creamier than coconut milk and like way better than almond milk. So the taste is much better too. Okay. So I interrupt people a lot, (laughs) which I did. So go back to tell us um, a little bit more about you. Yeah. So, um, okay. So it's interesting. My life has kind of been thrown upside down in the last year. I left Seattle and moved to Austin, Texas to start my dream business, which was life coaching and energy healing. And I started a podcast, Coffee Talks with Roddy. And it's so interesting because of this pandemic, like everything has shifted. (laughs) So I feel like my world's been flipped up again, you know, and so I'm just trying to be here and be grounded. (laughs) So I'm doing these talks with people, with new friends and old friends that I've been curious about and, you know, drawn to, and you, you are a new friend that I was drawn to. So I thought if I, you know, I have this extra time now and I want to connect with her. I love that. What, what drew you to me? I'm just curious. Well, um, if your earrings aren't saying enough, for anybody who's watching who knows me knows that I would love them. Oh Girl, my god. I made these. What? You didn't know I made these? No. You're about to lose your shit. I I have like five orders going out right now. I make these like boho, like Norse real feather yes. earrings. Yeah, Valzora Bell is my um, company. I have like five jobs. <laughs> That's fine. I want you to give information. We'll have to put it all in the um, yeah. description when we do the video. You'll make sure to give me uh, all the ways to contact you. They're yes. gorgeous. I had no idea. Is Do you have an Etsy store? 
I have an Etsy store and my Valzora Bell Instagram is where I sell a lot of them. And because of the coronavirus, I, as I'm building my coaching business, cause you know, it takes time to build. So yeah. as I'm building, I do events, makeup and jewelry, but my makeup and events portion got completely wiped out because of the coronavirus. So I'm just pushing my earrings. <laughs> Everyone needs a pair. <laughs> Everyone needs a pair. Oh my gosh. To yeah. wear at home naked. You just walk around naked, put some uh, pumps on and those earrings. That's it. That's all you need. That's, that's my visual. Just that's like, all you need. Totally. <laughs> that's what, everyone's in their yoga pants or their t-shirts. Like your, your t-shirt would look cool. I've got this red and black pair that would look bomb with your shirt. Okay. I'm going to be looking into that girl. <laughs> for sure for sure yeah so before this I asked you kind of what was on your mind because um and you said trying to stay grounded and you just told us why and so but let me back up a minute I've talked to people that follow me I don't know if they necessarily all of them understand what that even means hmm. Um, and I know that because I read the comments and I can tell like, you know, because I had asked in a private group one time, what do you do to stay grounded? And it was way, it was not what I expected. Mm -hmm. So can you say more about what that actually means? And then we'll kind of get into where you come from with the grounding. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so it's interesting. Like I never knew what grounding was. I was like, what the fuck is grounding? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I can swear. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm crap. Don't show. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like a few years ago, I went through this big spiritual awakening in my life where I cried like every day for two months. And basically it was like my soul coming back to myself. Right. And I, this, I don't know if this is woo for your audience or even for yourself, it's, but it's not woo for me. It's not woo for a lot of people who will be watching it. I'm over the whole judging the woo thing. I'm like okay. really fucking over it. You know, yeah. we're just keeping it real and it is what it is. And I don't, don't judge it for yourself and we're not going to judge you for it. Go. Awesome. Yeah. Well, becoming a coach, I've learned that judgment is just not, it doesn't serve anyone. So I've stopped judging as much as possible. But so I, as I became more spiritual, more, you know, intuitive and connected to myself, you become almost two feet off the ground, right? So you become ungrounded because it's really fun to exist in the spiritual swirl. There is so much richness and abundance that's within, so it's easy to disconnect. And grounding allows you to be present in your body, in the moment, in who you are right now. That's what grounding does to you. So you can physically ground, there's other ways to ground, which we can talk about, but especially with the physical swirl of what's happening globally right now with this massive awakening around, you know, COVID and what it's doing to everyone at the exact same time is it's really forcing people to like get back to the necessities, get back to the basics. And a huge part of that is learning how to ground yourself in chaos. 
So to stay grounded, to be okay, I'm trying to think of like, no matter what's going on around you. Yeah. So it's this, the way I like to look at it is, um, take like a huge stack of like helium balloons, you know, and they're out and they're floating and they're colorful and they're doing their thing, but you need like that cement block to ground it. Otherwise it's just going to fly away. Right. So the grounding, you know, I do grounding in many different ways, but you know, even just putting two feet on your ground, on the ground Mm -hmm. and visualizing like your feet being like cement in the ground. And then there's like a white light coming through you basically will help you just get to a state of grounding. But, but sometimes that shit doesn't do the trick, especially when the chaos is really intense. Yeah. I mean, trying to convince people to like meditate right now when they're just looking around, not, you know, but I'm hoping. So like, I can tell by the way, the things that I post that I'm just a couple of steps ahead of the average curve of understanding how huge this is. Like people are just now kind of going, okay, I'll stay at home. I'll shut my business, stuff like that. And I've been here for like two weeks or something. I don't know. I've totally fucking lost track. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think coming up here pretty soon, once they realize it, once they accept, it, it's really an acceptance thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting you say that. I I literally just did a podcast last Thursday around this whole process because I'll just be real with you. I lost my fucking shit for like four days. Like I, all my finances for the rest of the year have been wiped out because of the coronavirus. Like for most Americans, that that would like flip their lid. And I don't have a lot of financial support. So I have been panicked, my safety, my security, you know, my, my sense of worth has been completely threatened because I was like, what am I going to do? Who needs energy healing? Who's going to pay for that? Who's going to buy into my coaching programs, right? Like I went down this whole swirl and it, it lasted like four days. And the way that I shifted from the beginning of that break, breakdown to the end of it was a whole process and it's grief. It's grief. And people are going to go through that anger, denial, bargaining. You know, I should have done this. No one saw this coming, right? And then there's acceptance that you finally get to. And when you can get to a place of acceptance, that's when you can start to see your energy starts to shift because you start to take responsibility for how you're showing up in the space. Not having your energy. What? Yeah, exactly. And when your energy shifts, you can see my visual, your energy shifts. Once you go from lethargy and victim to anger and anger to responsibility, then responsibility comes to compan- like, um, it comes to like reconciliation and acceptance, you know, and then you're able to start getting creative and you're starting to like get back into yourself, but people need to allow themselves to go through that process. Absolutely. Oh, the train's going by. Can you hear it? No. I like when it does because it's so stinking quiet outside 
you know? And so the train just takes me, it helps me to, to get yep. back to center, right? You know, back to, cause I live, I live in the city, basically near downtown mm-hmm. Houston, Houston. Okay. Um, I live here with my five dogs in this like live work, um, old building that used to be a cigarette distribution center in the 50s. So you had the railroad right there. Oh, okay. Brick shithouse concrete building where I have my photography studio and and I live here too. And so I'm used to all the sirens and the trains and the everything, you know? But the lumber yard across the railroad is still working. I wanted to scream over there, go home! <laughs> but I did it. But even that sound, so sound therapy is very grounding too, Mm -hmm. because it gets you out of your head and into your body. Grounding is basically anything that gets you into your body, because when fear exists in the head, it doesn't exist in the body. So everything is in the head. I talk about mindset all the time. All your emotions, everything is coming from your mind. So when you can get into your body, dance parties, there are so many virtual ceremony dance parties happening right now, you know, lighting incense, doing yoga, screaming, whatever it is that gets you into your body is going to help people move through this process. But a lot of people are not equipped. What does that mean? Get into your body. And how is that different from the opposite that I know of, which is in your head? Excuse me. (coughs) So when you're in your head, you're, you know, telling yourself all these stories. We have all these beliefs. We have these thoughts, everything, right? It's creating our reality. And sometimes our reality is not serving us, right? Like that's what's causing fear. That's what's causing anxiety is when we're telling ourselves those things. So when you get into the body, when you can feel, let me, let me use yoga as an example. Okay. So when you do, do you, have you ever done yoga? Yes. Okay. So yoga is not only a great workout, but it connects your breath to your movement. So you're, what you're doing every move, you're breathing, you're inhaling, you're exhaling, and it takes the focus from your head and it puts it right into your body and your breath. Does that make sense? So like you, you, it's hard to think of your to-do list when you're focusing on your exhale and your inhale, when you're supposed to be doing all these different moves. But what about for the people who say like, oh, I don't meditate because I have all these thoughts in my head and my mind is not clear. So yes. Those people. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I used to hate meditating. I remember a therapist was like, you need to meditate. I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not going to do anything for me. That and breathing seemed so silly to me. That's why I'm talking about coming back to the basics because meditation is a place of no judgment. So when you're sitting there, right, like it, it depends on how you want to meditate. I like to meditate with incense. Sometimes I get a little stone beforehand, right? Like it's whatever you feel comfortable with. And I sit and I observe my thoughts. I don't judge them. Like I'll be sitting here and I'll be in a place or like I'll do a tarot read at first. And what it'll do is it'll get me into an intention. But as my thoughts are racing through my head, instead of latching onto them and like going down the rabbit trail, what I'm doing is like something will go through my head where it's like, oh, well, you should do this today. When you or, or on yourself. 
yeah, you should do this mm -hmm. or, or, you know, your boyfriend's not good enough because of X, Y, and Z, right? Whatever it is that you're putting in your head, instead of grabbing onto it as truth and then going out and picking a fight with your boyfriend because you're angry, it's a space for you to be like, okay, I'm having this very interesting thought about, you know, what I'm using the boyfriend example. And it's like, is that something I really think? It's like slowing your mind. It's catching your thoughts. Does that make sense? Yes. Did you have a fight with your boyfriend? No, I didn't, but <laughs> no, we didn't actually, but surprisingly, I mean, we've been around each other for 24 seven. Yeah. You know. yeah. As you can tell, I'm not so grounded today. It's okay. The, <laughs> it is okay. I don't plan on working after this. <laughs> I had a little, uh, I had a long moment yesterday after speaking to a friend who doesn't believe in everything that's going on like oh interesting yeah so and it's it's on video so you'll see it but he you know he thinks he believes in like conspiracy stuff and da 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 anyway enough to fuck my head up for the rest of the afternoon just thinking about our conversation and then I just had like a breakdown I was just like texting friends is it too early for a breakdown yeah so yeah I, I feel well, oh, sorry, then, like no 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 like and then I woke up this morning and I was like okay it's different it's a clean slate I can start over well sleep is very grounding sleep is very healing and very grounding but I'm just curious if you don't mind me asking what were you telling yourself that was getting you to the point of breakdown? Like, what was the thing that kept coming up for you? That I would be alone for months in my house and um, alone with my own thoughts in my mind. And that would be enough to drive anybody nuts. Mm -hmm. So it scared me. Yeah. It scared me. And then um, you know, I can't run my business now. So the money stuff was freaking me out. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that fear feels so real, right? Oh yeah. Cause you convince yourself, okay. And then this is going to happen and this is going to happen and I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. And then all of a sudden my body was reacting to what was going on here. So then when I got in that state, I said, okay, it's happening. I don't know why I appreciate the visual too, but like I'm in my neck up. This is how it comes across to me in my mind. Right now you're in your neck up, girl. You need to be in your neck down. Mm -hmm. So then I just went and laid down and meditated. And um, I called on, whoo, you know, my guardian angels and which is my, mainly my first dog, Maya and my grandmother. Mm. And uh, one of my dogs just died a couple of months ago, Apple. So I feel like she's still here kind of like, cause I think what would it be like if she was uh, here with us? I don't think that she would have, She's she was a homebody, but I don't think she would have liked the tenseness of all this. Mm -hmm. Anyway, sorry. Don't ever apologize. <laughs> no. Girl, this is healing. 
Yeah. You got to let it out. That that's also grounding what you're doing right now. Talk therapy. Yeah. I think a lot of these are turning into my therapy sessions and I, that's, that was not my intention at all. Um, I talked to Carrie yesterday, Carrie Ford, you know, Carrie yeah, Ford. Yeah. And she got me crying too. <laughs> oh, well. You know what though? These sessions, like I feel that way about podcasting are very cathartic. Mm -hmm. There's part, the part of why you do this is so we have desire for things right and that is our future self our soul reminding us of what we are create we've already created yes so for you this is part of your healing journey everything we do is part of our journey and it's healing to do stuff like this this is what your soul chooses to do you know i'm like you i've reinvented myself several times over and uh you know had a lot of because i was in corporate America first out of college at UT in Austin and then um, became a, went to back to graduate school like 10 years or went to graduate school like 10 years later to become a psychotherapist so I was in private practice oh, and wow. then wound up becoming a designer and pet photographer after that so yeah so wow. I don't know what's coming next I feel I felt for a long time it was coaching and that's how you and I met mm -hmm. Um, and cause I, I still feel like I want to coach photography, but it wasn't meaningful enough to me yet. Well, you know, it's interesting. I am someone who fully believes that everything that has happened in your life has happened for you. And it's all part of your soul trying to figure out your purpose, right? We all talk about purpose and like, what's my purpose? Your purpose is you being you. That's your purpose. Your purpose is you being the fullest expression of who you are, is not hiding. So like for me, I was a makeup artist for 15 years. I did lash extensions. I love to speak publicly, all these things. And when I decided to really follow my heart, I was like, what I love more than anything is connecting with people over coffee and lifting them up. And I'm going to do it on a big scale. And that's, and I just put all my gifts and talents and like put them all into one. And I'm like, I'm just going to try it and see what happens. Well, you're doing it right now, girl. <laughs> hey. Hey, girl. You know what's interesting though? Can I be transparent about something? Yes. It's so interesting because I don't feel like my business is validated because there's not a lot of money in it. Isn't that interesting? Like I, I'm, I have a business, it's a real business. And I, my goal is eventually to have like a full clientele, but because that hasn't fully existed, cause I'm still in the research and development and who I'm serving and what I'm putting out there. I, I do a lot of different things and I, I help people, but it's like the money isn't there. And so I automatically go to, it's not a real business. Well, I mean, that's going to come from your own mindset, judgments, how you feel about money and what success means to you. Because I think so many of us, like I grew up with my dad was in business and, you know, success only meant like making a lot of money in business, that kind of thing. It, we didn't talk about following your heart necessarily, you know, when I was growing up. Yeah. So, oh, you're right. Well, it, gosh, it's interesting. It's just, I guess it's, 
Yeah, it's like redefining success. Like, what does it look like? Because you're right, I am doing it. I'm a huge risk taker. I left a six-figure company in Seattle that I had built from the ground up and walked away from everything. And it has been one of the hardest years of my life, but it's been... I'm more in love with the process of becoming myself than I've ever experienced before. You're a spiritual entrepreneur. Yeah. Never ending. (laughs) When you do, forgive me because I haven't listened yet, but I'm totally going to now, your podcast, are are they, do you have video form or their actual podcast? Do you do any of this kind of stuff? So I haven't done the video form, but all, so I do every month I do two single episodes, just myself. And then I have people that I do coffee talks with. So I do interviews. Okay. Um, and I've only done it so that people can hear the vocal, not the visual. Okay. Um, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. You're great on video. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. I just haven't poured into it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> no, you're really good on video. And I think that, um, I think once you see this, once you see this exchange on video, you're, you're going to get a new perspective. That's my prediction. Well, what do you mean? What's the process of it? Like, I guess I haven't seen video podcasting. Is that what it's called? Or video? Yeah, because see, when we do the this audio, so like we're on Zoom now. Yeah. The and I'm recording it. Okay. So mm-hmm. then once it saves to your to wherever you want it to save to, either the cloud or your you know drive on your laptop, it separates the audio and the video with audio. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you wanted to just put the podcast edit it, edit the audio, and then you put that on, or if you wanted to, you know, so this isn't really like, this isn't a vlog, it's more of like a video, like a recorded video chat. I don't know what the terminology would be, but I, I just see you, like, why are you playing small? Come out with it. You got these fucking earrings, man. Like, just do it. Well, here's here's the thing with that. I'm totally open to it. And the way I started my podcast initially was I was doing Facebook Lives. I just started doing coffee talks in my room, right? And but but that wasn't going. Like, I I wanted to have a platform that people could listen to at any point. So I did podcasting because I've been told my voice. I have a voice for radio. I have a voice for podcasting. So I was like, oh, great. I can do this. Yep. But visual, I feel more comfortable being visual, but I just don't know how to incorporate that into my podcast. What platform is it on now? Um, I'm on Buzzsprout. Okay. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, which one do you? I guess what? Well, I haven't been doing it. I've just been thinking about doing it. I started a podcast about four years ago. And I did about four episodes and then stopped it. So I had been gearing up to start again when all this happened. Okay. You know, I leased another space in my building and I was setting up shop over there and long story. But um, you take it to YouTube. Oh. 
we can talk more about it. Yeah, because I have a YouTube channel, and I'd be down to yeah get to YouTube. I just don't. I think I'd have to figure out like the best way to advertise and stuff like that. So I'd be open to talk to you about it a hundred percent. Yeah. I just think like the more you do it, the more you're going to, because this is your gift. This is, this is your gift and you've got the face and you've got the, like, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You just put it out there. And I think it's probably, um, you know, with, with putting the content out there, it's a little bit of a longer thing. Like you said, I've just been doing it for a while and, you know, it hasn't picked up the steam that necessarily I wanted to, which brings money to my, you know, work life. Yeah. But something is going to happen. Something is going to happen. Uh, with you, if you keep, you know, like, Okay. Sorry. I'm not very good at like saying what's in my head all the time. Oh. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, like right now, this thing is like this blip on the timeline of our history. So like our kids, grandkids one day are going to read about this in the history books about what happened. And I feel like I just was listening to my heart when it all started. And it was important to me to document what's going on and our feelings about what's going on and what we're experiencing, mm -hmm. you know, and who best to do that, but people who were already living in their heart and understanding what being authentic was and all of these words that a lot of people have maybe heard but have been misconstrued in the media or misconstrued in articles because they are they're overused things like authentic and grounding and stuff like that like we know how important and special all those things are but they're becoming like overused a lot thrown around yeah as a marketing word to try to get you to buy something mhm mm i'm not into that yeah me it's not authentic yeah it's not authentic well, and it's interesting that you say that because I have a whole podcast on authenticity, coming okay. home to your authentic self. That's so interesting because it, it is, um, people don't realize that what the cost of not being authentic in their life is having until they are forced to look at it. Right. And massively, globally, right now, collective, we are being forced to look at it. So I, I've kind of come in into it from a space of like we've been we know that we've needed this um this shock this catalyst it's very uncomfortable but mm -hmm. that's what happens when you need to face your shit and a lot of people don't want to face their shit and there's a lot of people that won't but the people that do and they do choose to look at themselves and move through this and use people like me who can help them with their their energy and their mindset and like really give the like people just need to know how powerful they are because they don't realize and once everything is closed down in their life and they don't have access to everything that they used to have people are going to start freaking out 
because your fear of like sitting with yourself for a long time and, and like, Oh my God, what am I going to face? What am I going to see? Oh, this is what I was going to tell you earlier. Yeah. Talking about the stages of grief. Yeah. And I've, um, been fascinated by death, dying, and grief for a long time. I wrote a blog post about five years ago about a dog's last day. They had to say goodbye to this dog, and it oh. went mega viral and stayed viral for like three years. Wow. Yeah, it was called I Died Today. Google it. But anyway, I was going to say, I'll look it up. But get the tissues. Yeah. And then, um, but just before that, you know, I'd lost my grandmother. I'd lost two of my dogs. And then since then, I lost two more. So I, I've kind of um, been through the grief process so many times that I'm becoming, I feel like I'm becoming more efficient with it. <laughs> Now they go go through the step. I can feel myself going through the stage like one day is going to be anger and one day is going to be, you know, disbelief and one day is going to be this. And then I get to acceptance. And I think last night after my meltdown, I kind of said, okay, it is what it is. Yeah. Here we well, go. And, well, and that is incredible because you know what to expect. That's yeah. the thing. When we know, when we can identify where we're at, why we're feeling what we're feeling, what's going through us. If you can identify, this is grief. Like when I was able in my four day meltdown to be like, this is grief. I'm so fucking angry. I was so angry for like three days. I screamed, cried. I just was angry. And then I was like, ah, I feel better. Right. I was like, All right. What's after anger? Okay. You know? And then I was yeah, like, right. what am I going to do? Instead what? of pushing it down, um, Drinking, drugging, sexing, all of the, uh, you know, sabotaging, all of the different ways. Well, when I was in um, the psych realm, they called it maladaptive coping skills. Oh. Yes, that's what it was called. Maladaptive? Mm-hmm. Coping skills. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it's very uncomfortable. It's it's a very uncomfortable thing, but in order to expand, in order to move forward, you have to go through it. I mean, I was in a, fi a relationship for five years and this man, oh my God, the, the reason I was in relationship with him was to learn this fucking lesson. He avoided everything in his life, everything. He avoided everything. For the last year of our relationship, he basically ignored me until I finally went away. And his whole thing is like, he ignored things until they would go away. Well, then he got a girlfriend, got married like a year later. Now they're divorced, domestic violence, all this shit. And I'm like, that guy, Eric, that guy over there, that's what happens when you don't deal with your shit. Like he was a very front and center physical form of someone that just wow. even his skin, like he was like rotting from the inside out from all his alcohol and everything. And I, he was in his early 40s, and it's just like, wow, that's what happens. I'm thinking, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that lesson, you know? Right. What do you think about meeting again next week? Yeah. And just continuing our conversation. Yeah. Because um, I'm thinking that these are going to be condensed down to maybe like 15 minutes or so. 
once mm -hmm. we do the editing. Yeah. And um, in general, I just would love to continue talking to you. I would love to as well. Yeah, honestly, like it's just been, I just appreciate you. I feel like just calm, like being in this space and doing this because I feel like so much has changed in my world in the last few weeks. You know, so this is like feeling very normal. <laughs> um, what I didn't say before was, and I have personal experience with this too, is like, I didn't mean earlier about why are you playing small? What I meant by that was, why are you not being seen? What are you hiding from? You know? Yeah. Does that resonate with you? Well, yeah, honestly, I mean, I, yeah, that's why I left Seattle because I was stuck in a box doing lashes and I was like, I need to be out in the world. I yeah. need to be, I am, and I, and I say this like as humbly as possible, but I am not made who I am to be hidden. No. Right. I'm very, but I just am figuring out how to get myself out there and seen. That's the thing is like, I don't know how to do that other than what I've been doing. Okay, so today you learned something new. So yeah. you already know how to use the Zoom. Yeah. And I can help you with the rest, you know? But you just do, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it's right under your nose the whole time. This is amazing. So can I just ask you, so what, because part of me wanted to do some tarot readings on here, like with oh friends. Oh, yes. Ooh, oh. <laughs> Mine is over here. I've got an animal spirit guidebook. We I should knew you were going to do that. So I, so I brought my cards over and I thought we are going to read yep. each other's cards. Do you, do you want to do it now real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Let me pull it. Okay. Because here's the thing, like I was thinking of doing tarot reads on here, but I just thought it would be so cool for people to see yep. what it well, is. You're going to see it now. Yeah. Okay, so I do, I do the animal spirit. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with eyes because um, I'm obsessed with eyes because I created this media company called Seymour Productions. But Seymour is like the old Jewish man, Seymour. Yeah. Spelled that way. So uh, I told my editor with these videos, whenever somebody says Seymour in the video, the, the little Seymour Productions logo was going to pop up and be little like animated. So hopefully that's happening right now. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So you've got to pick my card and I pick your card, right? Yes. Living in a virtual world now. You know what though? Here's the thing about this is energy is all like I can feel your energy just by visually seeing you and tapping into you which is also what I teach people like how to access energy and while we're so isolated we're gonna need to learn how to do that so we yeah. don't feel so alone okay you first okay so I like to separate it into three okay yeah tell us what you're doing yeah, so what I do is like when I'm shuffling and handling the cards, I focus on the person or um, talk or focus on like the intention or what it is that we're 
or seeking, I love to just ask the angels, like, what do you have in store today? Like, what is it that we get to learn and tap into? Mm -hmm. So then I separate with my non-dominant hand into three piles. Dance. And I put them back however I feel. (laughs) It's all about how, what feels good. Ooh. All right, I pulled a wolf card. Whoa. Which is very interesting because you have a lot of dog, like dog energy, all the dogs swirling around mm-hmm. you. And it's a, it's a earth card. So the wolf is, do you want me to go through this or do you want to pull yours? Should I go through this with you? Oh, yeah, go through yeah, it let's... and we'll do yours after. Okay. So let me, so an earth card is very um, grounding, which is interesting that we were talking about mm-hmm. grounding. And here, let me pull up a little bit of the description on this. Um, Hold on. So what I do is I I read the description and then I use my intuition to to pull out what we need to pay attention to. So (laughs) that's interesting. Uh, Guardian of family and tribe, activism and ritual. So the wolf's mission is to uphold the well-being and longevity of the pack. Healthy wolf energy expresses itself through activism, mentorship, humanitarian efforts, or teaching. I was going to say, I even feel that from you, just with you offering to be of help. The wolf gets into trouble when it assumes every member of the tribe must follow suit. This includes children walking in their parents' footsteps, although it will surely be uncomfortable at first. Practicing tolerance helps balance out agitated wolf energy. Contemplate the following. Embrace all, exclude none. Mm, Okay. When your energy is in balance, you are reliable, democratic, and fearless. Mm. And out of balance, judgmental, dominating. Oh, yeah. In order to create balance, you're going to want to learn how to let go. Did you say that or did the card say that? The card said that. Oh, (laughs) What's resonating for you with this? I feel like there's some energy around it. No, I just, I always feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders, you know, that I need to be a a good leader in whatever I'm doing. You know, for the longest time, it was dog rescue. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Humanitarianism. Mm -hmm. How, do you feel like with even what you're doing with this, with these, with these interviews and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like in a way you're really supporting people and giving them a platform to talk about their experience. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. Yeah. You see people. Yes, I do. That's so cool. Okay. It's your turn. Ooh, I'm not good with the spotlight. (laughs) You got this girl. What do you mean? It's just you and me. All right. I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going to pick three cards for you. We, everybody does this differently. So mine aren't tarot cards. They're, they're spirit animal cards. I don't know. And, um, so I'm going to do one. No, I'm going to pick one for you and then I'm going to read it. Hold on. Okay. Oh, so it's Canary Spirit, sing your own song. Oh, and yellow. Yellow, babe. 
All right, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna read from the book what it says. Okay. <clears throat> Sing your own song. Canary Spirit arrives to help you find your authentic voice and express what is in your heart. Hmm. Free yourself to experience your inner light and let it shine as Canary Spirit sings to remind you of your inherent joy and to support you as you sing your own song. What were we just talking about? Now is the time to let the world know who you really are. Canary Spirit message is that you are free to be yourself and express your most cherished desires. The world wants to hear your song. If your inquiry is about a relationship, you're being called to be fully yourself, for only then will you find harmony and joy. You can make music with others so beautifully when your note rings true. And then it says there's a protection message. Are you suppressing your true voice? Perhaps trying to sing the song you think people want to hear instead of your own? <laughs> you create a cage around your life when you express only what you think will help you fit in and get what you think you want. Money. Are you hiding the real you? Telling a safe story about yourself to others because you're afraid they will think you are too different Mm -hmm. If they think, if they knew the truth, Canary Spirit comes to help you express yourself in a more honest and authentic way. Yes, not everyone will agree with you. In fact, not everyone will want to hear your originality or accept your uniqueness. You must not give this a single care. I'm mm -hmm. going to repeat that. You must not give this a single care. Mm -hmm. There will be plenty of people opportunities and wonderful new experiences that arrive as if by magic once you open your own cage door and fly free canary spirit is cheering for you and wants you to know you are safe and loved find your voice and have courage to spread your wings and sing out loud the world needs your true song oh my god <laughs> Amazing! Goosebumps. Body goosebumps. And I'm crying. <laughs> oh, goosebumps. Oh, that's so perfect. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Well, yellow's my favorite color. We've got um, the going on. And yeah, I'm I yeah. I I'm finding my I've always felt different. <laughs> I feel like I'm too much for people and like too out there and so part of my podcast is very cathartic because I just say and do whatever the fuck I need to do. Like that's I connect to my intuition before I do it. What? That's sorry. That's what I want to do here. Just, just be real. Yeah. That's, and that's the place I do it the most is in the podcasting, but the YouTube, like you were saying, like, and you're right. Like I attach everything to money opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a releasing that and like recognizing that, Success and abundance comes in many different forms and ways. Oh my God, what did we just do here? This is amazing. It's amazing. We had a conversation and then we pulled cards. <laughs> to, 
Yeah. Well, this is why I love tarot because it's a divination tool. It's a tool to awaken. It's a tool to stir. And people who are like, don't want to sit there and meditate and be in their thoughts, use tarot. Do this once a day with your cup of coffee. You know, you can get them for, they can be anywhere from $15 to $60 on Amazon, you know, and it's a great way to like, like I feel lighter after having this with you. Hold up the, your deck one more time. I want to get those. So it's Animal Spirit by oh. Kim, Kim Kranz. Okay. I it's see you're Amazon. in a yellow chair. I missed that. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've got this yellow. You've got the yellow cage around you, the canary yeah. cage around you. Oh, my God. That's amazing. All right. Well, let's do um, same time next week. I would love that. You want to? Okay. Cool. Okay, and I'll re- I'm going to reach out to you about the YouTube stuff, if that's okay. That's totally fine. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. So good to chat with you. Bye. Bye.